ready in חמש, ארבע, שלוש, שתיים. Come see me do uh, stand-up comedy live. Do you live in Miami? February 25th and 26th, I'm at the Miami Improv. And then I do Tampa the next weekend, March 4th and 5th. And then I got a bunch of dates at Cap City here in Austin. But that club isn't ready, so I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but we'll see. Stay tuned. Charlotte, North Carolina at the Comedy Zone, April 1 and 2. And then I do the Moon Tower Comedy Festival, April 13th. The Regent Theater, May 3rd at the Netflix is a Joke Comedy Festival. Minneapolis Tits, May uh, 6th and 7th. Irvine, May 20th and 21st. And then the Borgata in uh, New Jersey, June 4th. And the Wilbur in Boston, Massive Huge Tits. And then Cleveland, Ohio, Hilarities, August 12th and 13th. ChristinaPOnline.com for tickets. What a time. What a place. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I have to tell you, I am, I am in, a, I'm just trying to hold back my panic because I'm about to experience my first winter storm. And as a Californian, I mean, we've had earthquakes. I've had, I've been stuck without water and toilets and electricity in LA as you know because of earthquake but oh my gosh so I went to what are you doing in here the dog is in here you guys act cool he's adjusting something um so I <laughs> we're still talking the dog and I are still talking after oh, last week I still love we love each other we made up you guys don't worry I love you, I love you too we're back in the phone um so anyway um I went to the, the market and here's what I've learned in times of crisis, right? Like when the pandy hit in California, everybody goes to like Ralph's or H-E-B. Nobody goes to Erewhon. So in my panicked mom brain, I went to like the fancy place, the central market, and I bought firewood, <laughs> bottled water, and five bottles of Sauvignon Blanc because... Here's the deal, man. This this storm is a coming, and I'm alone with my three and six year old for the next three days, locked in this in our house. And I'm like, my husband's in L.A., you know, working, and I'm alone. And nobody's coming for us. So I'm more I'm not as worried about you know freezing to death or the the roads being iced over and maybe Ellis jumps off the couch and breaks his leg and we, the ambulance can't come and get him because all those scenarios are definitely running. <laughs> hypervigilance but it's more about my sanity how am I gonna take care of my three and my six-year-old because a three-year-old is going through tantrum city it is like he's very controlling he tells everybody what to do what not to do what to say he he just cries a lot so 
Oh boy, I'm I'm really not looking forward to that. But that's what wine is for. And also gabapentin, <laughs> 10 milligrams. I just take that whenever I feel bad feelings and those feelings go bye-bye. Um, I've got a lot of silly stuff for you today on where my mom's at. Um, Nadav, please bring up the first item. I found this on the gram. This is so silly. As you know me, I'm, I'm constantly combing Instagram and TikTok. I thought this was so funny. <laughs> this was posted by Lady Bunny, who's a famous drag queen. It says, I can do your baby's nails. Kindly DM for info. Cheap rates. And she, it's like a baby with big acrylic nails, if you're just listening. and But they're like the, the hoary kind, like where they're in the, like the pointy nail, which I feel that's 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 a that's a hoary nail i there's a few nails i just associate with like hoary and that's definitely with the that one and then like the black man the black um the black french manicure is like whoa you're really a whore so this is really cool if you guys want to get your baby's nails done kindly dm for info cheap rates (laughs) so fucking amazing uh could you imagine all right uh, what's the next item I had for you guys? Oh, this I found this morning on, um, oh my God, on the gram. Um, so I, I was on Vice and like, I don't, I'm not, I don't really, you know, Vice I find to be really, really ridiculously woke, which is kind of ironic because they used to be cool. Like when I was a hipster living in Silver Lake um, in the early 2000s or whatever, in late 90s vice was like the badass skater mag it was literally like a street mag where dudes would just like take polaroids of their dicks and skateboard and the articles would be like have you done heroin just for a weekend try it and they're like yeah vice like it was like shoot crack into your eyeballs man get free and now they're like Oh, um, feelings are the most important uh, facet of, of existence. And have you heard of the injustice happening in, you know, Pakistan against the small tribe? And you're like, shut the fuck up. Like, they become NPR times a thousand. Like, no one fucking cares. You know what I mean? It's a little absurd. So, I, I, I listen, I try to be balanced. I listen and I read everywhere, okay? I, yes, I listen to, like, I'll listen to podcasts on the right. I'll listen to the left. I try to figure things out. So this one, (laughs) the women listening, you guys are going to love this. Um, This is fucking, wait, what's the headline? I'm curious to see. It keeps on blocking it out, but uh, I believe the title is Adult Breastfeeding Sex (laughs) Kink Fetish India. (laughs) So that's the search. So Google, you know, people Google what they're, interests are and so that was the big search in india so i think that's how it prompted this article okay so let's go down apparently there is <laughs> hold on yeah stop there this is fucking um, this is amazing apparently there's a thing where adult indian men are breastfeed are being breastfed by their wives and like I, it's not necessarily during sex, it's like we're watching TV and I just suck on her boobs. That's the coolest part about this. Okay, so here, here's the article. You ladies are going to die. It says Google data from 2017 showed that the number of searches on how to breastfeed a baby were almost equal to the number of searches on how to breastfeed an adult man. 
you guys thought the pie guy was weird last week who by the way was just a delight the pie guy but this one is great so adult breastfeeding known as abf they always have to do the um the acronym to normalize it right like and it's it wouldn't be abf because breastfeeding is one word anyways abf can mean many things be it just watching a woman breastfeeding, actually suckling the lactating breasts and deriving sexual pleasure out of that, termed as lactophilia, or simply having sex with a lactating woman. Pallavi Barnwall, a sexuality coach based in New Delhi, told Vice. It can also be seen from a BDSM umbrella where I can command the other person to feed me or vice versa. Okay, I get that. It's a perfect storm of fetish because it combines two things that make us as a society very uncomfortable. Yeah, no shit. I mean, we're not even comfortable with women breastfeeding babies in public, let alone their adult male partners. Okay, so first there's the idea that a man shouldn't be dependent on a woman. I, I don't know if that's the problem, but okay. Uh, that she shouldn't, that he shouldn't be vulnerable and a woman shouldn't be stronger than him. Okay. Second, it's the idea of a woman sexualizing the thing that's thought of as the most sacred thing about her body and her femininity. That's a lot. So yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, I think, um, as somebody that I've, I've lactated and I have to tell you when I, when I was breastfeeding my boys that it is probably, aside from the moment after giving birth, it is probably the most unsexual time <laughs> of my life. Like when your infant is on your breast and it's just, it's not, it it doesn't, for me, it doesn't, it's very confusing if I were to sexualize that. So yeah, I can, uh, I can see why that would scramble one's brain. Gosh, I don't know if it's a power dynamic. I don't know. Everything has to be framed as like a power dynamic these days. I'm not so sure that is what's going on here. I think that generally because it's done with infants and now it's done with 45-year-old males, uh, that's the problem. Sc scroll down. So this is this is, this is is the best part. In 2019, Jay, this is the guy who is uh, talking about the ABF fetish, Jay joined scores of Indians who had lost their jobs as the country's unemployment rate peaked to a 45-year high. It devastated me, he says. I saw myself as the provider, not just because I was earning more, my wife but also because i'm from that school of thought where the husband has to provide no matter what that, that's always been at the core value of core of my value system born and brought up in the conservative village of bandal Bhutta in the jalandahar district of punjab jay admitted that his idea of pleasure was self-centered due to his negligible interactions with women in his formative years okay so in other words to say he masturbated a lot like why can't they just say that okay but his conservative ideas of the roles that my women should play. My wife provided for me financially and was more than happy to. I had to get over myself and accept things for what they were. But it was difficult. One night, this is it, one night, <laughs> one night, I just broke down and buried my face in her breasts. She was lactating because we had just had our second baby and I just naturally gravitated towards her breasts. I've never felt more secure than I did at that moment. <laughs> Well, while Jay discovered the fetish only recently, 26-year-old Tong Carr looks at it as a ritual. He likes to indulge in every, in, well, he does it every night since the first day of his marriage. Tong Carr lives in Shillong in the northeastern state of Meghalaya. I'm mispronouncing all of this. The Scotland of the East. Anyway, 
Boys are sucking their titties. The, the men are sucking titties. I love this stuff. And it's funny because people panic. Why should I box it as a kink? That narrows it down to just one aspect. A woman's breasts are sacred, not because they are just life-giving. They are the mark of the first time. Okay. So look, guys like to suck on women's tits. I don't know what that is. I'm not going to try to classify it. I just thought it was very interesting. And and why in that particular region is very interesting as well. Um, and especially because that's such a macho culture the Indian culture. So this is interesting. Oh, according to his wife, who doesn't wish to be named for privacy reasons. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> ABF seamlessly blends into their lives. I don't see it as something strange, she told Vice. It's all strange. When I was lactating, I'd be watching television. There it is. And my husband would casually sit next to me and start sucking. The ease with which he did it made me comfortable too. Same. The same has continued to this day. So, you know, different strokes for different folks. Um... I'd have to say that Tom's sucking on my boobs like that would be harsh. I mean, they've got facial hair. My husband is a, he's got teeth. I just don't see that as, um, right in. Are you, are you an adult male? Do you have that fetish? I'd love to hear about it. Look, we've done the pie guy. Are you interested in breastfeeding <laughs> as an adult male? I think the milk is pretty sweet. I've tried it myself. It's not the worst thing in the world. Um, it just seems like, you know, men are already, a lot of women, a lot of wives are resentful, you know, once you have a baby because your husband becomes like your second child and literally <laughs> that's what's happening with these bras. <laughs> Fucking A, man. The world is a crazy place. All right. Um, I had another, I had a, a uh, Pajitsky effect this this week. I, I'm such an idiot. I, you know, for years I've wanted to learn how to paint like i mean a decade a de I mean, more than a decade i've wanted to paint i've wanted to paint i've wanted to paint and um so i went over to a neighbor's house and she has an art studio and we keep trying to find a time to get together and she's going to teach me and blah 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 and uh, and she goes to me she goes i go well how did you learn how to paint and she goes oh i just took an online class <laughs> Uh, an online fucking class you asshole like how many fucking years i'm such an asshole so god damn it and i could have done this during the pandemic when i had nothing else going on so i was googling like online painting classes and there's so many now. There's so many great ones. And the one I chose. Cool. Oh, my God. I'm such a fucking asshole. I was making a list of things, by the way, because I'm trying to, you know, write new material. Like things that are really exciting to me now <laughs> that weren't before I had kids. Online painting classes. <laughs> Very fucking exciting. Anyway, I found this adorable, this adorable red-haired um, English man. And he's got the greatest pale skinny little hands little fingers little digits and he's got his little wedding ring on and he talks like this and he's a very and he says you know the only thing you need to start painting is a curiosity and a love of tea and biscuits and that's it i was hooked i was like me too bro i love tea and biscuits <laughs> so i've been i'm on lesson yeah i'm on lesson three now and I bought my supplies and we're going to do our first painting in the next lesson. And I am, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so pumped, man. It's so sad. 
that I am this pumped about um, painting, but I am. I really am. And I'm going to do, it's a landscape. So very daunting. Um, but you know, a lot of my favorite comedians are painters. Kevin Nealon. Uh, we used to live in the same neighborhood and he's a fantastic painter. If you, if you're, if you love Kevin, he's such a, such a funny guy, but he also does paintings. If you look on his Instagram, he does these great portraits of entertainers and comedians and just all these. Yeah. Let's look up Kevin's Instagram. He's so talented. Uh, and really just a, such a lovely guy. See, there he is. There's a portrait. I don't know if that's a self-portrait or someone did that for him. And there you go. So he's, there's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love that. He did Anthony Bourdain. There's Norm. Oh, yeah, he's so good. He's That's a caricature. So, oh, and there he is. There's Norm MacDonald. Rest in peace, buddy. So a while ago, Kevin did one. Look at his Steve Martin at the chubby cheeks. It's so good. Oh, it's so fun. Um, so a while ago, he, he did one of Howard Stern, and I'm a huge Howard fan, and Kevin um, knows that, and he sent it to me, which I thought was so special. So now I have I have uh, Kevin Nealon's Howard Stern painting in my office, and I just think it's so special. But, um, you know, it got me to thinking about hobbies and doing things that I'm not good at and being okay with that. Um you know, because how many things do we do that we can just enjoy doing, but I know I'm not going to be great at it. Like I'm that nothing I start at 45 is going to turn out uh, great. You can stop scrolling now. But um, yeah, so I'm willing I'm willing to be shitty at painting for a long time just to learn it and to have something to do with my brain that is not verbal at all. I might I might pick up an instrument next. I'm not sure. So I thought that was fun. I finally figured out I could take online classes. And then I found this other thing. This was sent to me from Rob Eiler, my favorite Rob Eiler of Pajama Pants. Those guys are so good. They're crushing their podcast. It's so funny uh, lately. Rob just came back from New York City and he's back in LA and I just, I like them so much. So um, Eiler sent me this flyer for this upcoming event. And, you know, maybe the guys in the office want to go to this. It's called AlphaCon, <laughs> AlphaCon 2022. And the tagline is be great or be nothing, which reminds me of Ricky Bobby's mantra. If you're not first, you're last, which is not true. You can be, you can be second place. You can be third place. There's a whole thing you you, you, know, you can not be great. Um, and so I guess I don't recognize a lot of these men, but I'm, I'm on, I bet they're alpha because they dress alpha. What are these? Do you recognize any of these guys? Um, you know, I'm not really in the alpha game. Uh, I don't. Nope. None of these guys look like someone I recognize. Google. No, yeah, I don't either. So Google um, the bull. Jason Harward, Aaron Wagner, Nick Santosa. Let's Google this this con. I'm curious to see what what this is. Um. If it if it if it it's in Salt Lake City, which is odd too, because that's a Mormon place. Like what AlphaCon? Let's see. I feel like one of those guys was the what well, I think it was like a TikTok that we saw that you played <gasps> where he was like, uh, "Don't fucking." It was oh man. Don't what did fuck you say? that. Don't yeah, don't, don't that bad. <laughs> but but look up AlphaCon. Let's look at the whole thing. Oh, he's a teacher. So he's like a moto. He's a businessman, a public figure, an influencer. Oh boy, okay. So if this is what I think it is, 
is it teaching men to be I don't know what this is. This isn't the actual Okay, go go look to the actual okay, the official AlphaCon web influence website. Okay, here it is. Can we I don't know what it is. It's like, that was the worst trailer ever. It was like music and then these guys. Like, well, what are, are they wrestling? Are they uh, fighting each other? Are we jousting? If this is AlphaCon, I want to see some alpha shit. I think they just talk about taking your business to the next level. Oh, but you have to be an alpha yeah, to join. Yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> well, I'm sending you guys to AlphaCon. It's coming up. And I want I want you guys to come back covered in tattoos. And, mu and very muscly. This is so funny. I love this. You know, it's interesting. I just find it all interesting from a societal uh, perspective. Let's see how much it is. <laughs> it's, it's, if you want to go VIP, it's like $3,000 to go listen to these guys I've never heard of tell you how to be a man. <laughs> what do you get? VIP seating, two-day event access, private dinner with the speakers, Private training and Q&A with the speakers. VIP Alpha merch package. Oh, my life. The Please let me go to this. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. I'll let you go. I'll pay for it. Will you go and, re and like make videos and stuff? Of course. <laughs> that would be the best. I'm s I mean, I'm Learn being serious. Learn how to serious. be a real man. I'm, I'm dead serious. I'll go. <laughs> AlphaCon. Well, there's only like six spots left of the <laughs> VIP package. We should act quick. <laughs> But the general is $97. So that's quite a leap from like general admission is like $100. The executive's 500 and then the VIP, three grand. Like Jesus Christ. This is so funny. And I love how they don't really tell you like, well, what am I going to learn? Just be an alpha. Be a man, pussy. That's so great. You're going to learn how to fuck. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> but I love this. You know, this is an interesting... Um, interesting part of society you know that this is existing this didn't exist what 10 years ago five years ago so so it feel it fills a need which is which is just fascinating i, I love that this exists <laughs> it's like fight club i think this all started with i mean when i had my first idea of this like the alpha male pushback or the male pushback from the feminist movement was fight club which I love that movie and I love the idea of guys getting together and beating the shit out of each other. It's just fucking great. Uh, so this is, you know, some kind of pushback to to the feminization of society and I'm excited. I'm here for it. Let's fucking do it, bro. Let's start a fight. Let's do it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so those are my updates. I did my cool moms. 
what else do I have? That's it. Oh, oh, so we um we have a sponsor. What's the name of the sponsor, you guys? I can't remember. Song Finch. Song Finch. And I, we'll play it actually on the outro. I think we should play it as an outro. But they did any song for us. And it's actually really, really, really good. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. But we'll do that at the end. Um, okay. Let's start with some follow-ups. Um, Christina, you're totally right. Nadav sucks. Moving on. Oh, look at that. Christina's right. Oh. Nadav sucks. It's so weird. It's like everybody just <laughs> yeah, thinks that, I'm perfect. Oh, yeah. That played out exactly how uh, we all thought it did. <laughs> um, Christina, you're perfect. Great. Let's keep going. Um Movie theater popcorn follow-up. Neat. <laughs> Most theaters offer a free refill with the purchase of a large popcorn. So what you do is take your bucket of popcorn out to the car, dump it into another container, probably not a Febreze scent to trash bag. Then you go back inside the theater and get your free refill. There you go, guys. There's your free popcorn refill. Excellent follow-up. Yeah, just hold on to that tub. Hold on to the tub. Hold on to the tub and keep on refilling, baby. That's what's up. Same with your beverage cups, right? You just keep refilling that. Great hack I have, uh, road hack. Comedians, what we used to do back when we were broke feature acts, whoever stayed at like the Holiday Inn that had the free continental breakfast, you just hold on to your room key and then you give that to the next comic who's coming in and then they'll be like no i'm staying here and then you get the free continental breakfast and there you go also another uh comedian trick i don't think cuz airport parking can be very expensive i knew a guy that would get like uh employee badges made like he would go to some place downtown and have an employee badge made saying that he worked at LAX and then he could park for free and that was pretty cool um okay this one's a shout out uh Male mummy from Auckland, New Zealand. I'd just like to take a moment to say a huge thanks to any. I tried the prove it method and got the best blowjob of my life. You've changed my life forever. Prove it to me by pissing on me and beat me, beating me. Love you, Mr. Big Poops. Yeah, that's a good one. Prove it. Goddamn brilliance. Okay. Uh, let's see. Let's do some mom hack. We haven't done those in so long and I'm going to need them because I'm going to be alone with my kids for the next three days locked in the house during storm watch. You know, what's so funny too. Growing up in LA, they would have those fake storm watches. Remember it would drizzle and they were like storm watch the San Fernando Valley. There is rain on the floor. And now it's like a real one. And Austin is like, Hey y'all gonna have a storm tomorrow. Better get your provisions. Stay inside. Say it later. Like, they don't even give a shit as much as we did in California. <laughs> They're so chill about everything. Every week at the school my kids go to, I, I'll get an email on the principal's like, well, uh, five kids in grade three have COVID, and in the fourth grade, everyone has COVID, and uh, the priest has COVID. Well, see you next week. Like, they don't even care about anything, and I love it. Okay, let's do some mom hacks. We have voicemails, Mommy. Hacks. Hey, just wanted to call with my new mom hack. I have a three and a half year old, and she's always underfoot while I'm prepping dinner. Oh my I bought God. a bunch of cheap postcards on Amazon. I throw a couple at her, give her some markers, and say, "Draw whoever you want a picture." 
We write the address on it. She throws the stamp on. We send it in the mail. My family thinks I'm heroes because I send pictures, but really, I'm just trying to save myself time. Enjoy, mommy. Ooh, that's a smart idea. So she bought postcards, and then you're like, hey, draw a picture, and then you look like that cool, thoughtful mom who's got time to do shit, like send postcards to grandma with the kids' pictures. That's fucking brilliant. I'm going to do that. That's so brilliant. And like, I hate getting Christmas cards from people with their family photos on it. It's the fucking worst. And it's not because I don't enjoy the photos. It just reminds me what a lazy piece of shit I am and how I will never, like I will never do that. If we're friends, I'm never going to buy you a birthday gift. I'm probably not going to remember your birthday and I'm definitely not going to send you a Christmas card because like I have, um, and it's not that I'm too cool. Like, hey, I'm, I'm just too caught up in like, you know, other stuff, I guess. I'm too, um, I'm worried about Stormwatch, man. I can't fucking, I can't make you a card right now, bro. I gotta, I gotta watch season two of Euphoria. I gotta get over the demons in my own head. I ain't got time for your fucking shit. All right, all right. What a fucking pussy. What a fucking pussy. Oh, it's so good. It's so dark. It's such a good show. Any, I feel like you would really enjoy it too, because it's like Zendaya is cool. She's like, uh, I don't know, reminds me kind of. It's got good vibes, cool vibes, party vibes. All right, more mom hacks. Let's go. Hey, Let's mommy. Go. Um, this is a follow-up about trying to figure out the person at the store and how they identify. Oh, yeah. Um, so you said you brought your kids. Uh, you Here's a little mom hack. You can use your children to ask people stupid so, questions or questions you're too afraid to ask another adult. So uh, you said Juju identifies as uh, grandpa and other names. Yeah. Uh, you can use that as, as a starter. You know, you can make him be like, hi. I'm grandpa. What do you identify as? And there you go. You get your answer. He's cute. He's cuddly. He's a kid. He doesn't know. And that person will probably answer. And no shame for you. No shame. This time you beat me. You know I'm coming up in May. Thanks, mommy. (laughs) Okay. Well, here's okay. No, I like what you're saying here because I can get the older one to be like, what's your pronoun? I could get Ellis to say it. But then I have to explain pronouns, right? Because I'll be like, what What am I asking? And I'll be like, honestly, I'm not sure what you're asking her. <laughs> I'll have to admit that, like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Like, really trying, bro. Ugh. So I was watching. God, I'm probably going to get in trouble if I'm fucking saying this, but I don't care. Um... What's the guy on the Daily Wire? He was um, talking to Dr. Phil. Look up Dr. Phil and non-binary. God, there's this guy. What was his fucking name? He's so um, he's so brave, especially in today's culture, to even say anything. And like, I don't agree with everything people say or do on podcasts, guys. So don't please don't pigeonhole me as like, well, oh Matt Walsh. So Matt Walsh. <laughs> he's so fucking funny dude he wrote this children's book um i think it's called johnny is a walrus or something or johnny's not a walrus and it's about you know kids saying and identifying one thing one day and then changing their minds um well please look up the name of his book so i don't get it wrong because it's it's so funny to me when people fuck with the the current culture johnny 
the walrus. <laughs> it's a book about a kid who's like, I'm a walrus. And then his mom um, gets on the internet and is convinced that he, in fact, is a walrus. And, you know, whatever. I, I haven't read the book yet. So, so, they, so he was the number one trending book on Amazon under LGBTQ or something, even though it's clearly not. <laughs> and they took it down and then now it's back up. You can buy it on Amazon, but it is about, it's a pushback on, um, you know, being so quick to identify kids as non-binary or whatever. Anyway, he is adamantly opposed to the non-binary community. Now I make fun of, of stuff because I, I, I think it's fun to make fun of everything all the time. Um, but he went on Dr. Phil and, if you want to laugh, man, watch these, watch the, the argument he has. But my point being that he makes a good argument about the gender stuff. Like there are two genders, male and female, and then you can express that differently. You can have your pronouns. Yeah, but the science of it is this and that often this is conflated and that they use the wrong word to describe gender. And I thought it was really funny. Um, I don't know why I brought that up. It made sense at some point. Uh, but anyway, look at look up Matt Walsh talking shit to these non-binaries, and then they said that they that they had anxiety that they couldn't sleep at night and they had severe trauma from appearing on Doctor Phil with him. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, okay, okay, like that's a little, <sighs> you know, that's a little ridiculous, and I I know, and I. I think as a parent, you go like, okay, well, what's good for a kid in the long run? Let's really, let's be real here. Like what's, what is good for a human in the long run? Is it to be offended, upset? I have trauma and blame or, or to build resilience and be like, well, you know, fuck Matt Walsh onto the next one, you know? <sighs> All right, here we go. I, 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 the whole thing is uh, fucking endlessly amusing. All right, let's listen to another mom hack because God knows I need him. Hi, Hitler. This is Alexis <laughs> from Calgary, Canada. So I have Calgary. a mom hack for you. Yeah. I'm not a mom, but I do live with my boyfriend. So similar, I guess. Very similar. So he needs his T-shirts to be hung up to dry, yeah. not in the dryer. He gets really mad about that. But we don't have a wire rack, so it's just all over the kitchen chairs, oh, all over the living room, all over the dog kennel. Mm. So instead of Pajitsky affected with a wire rack, I now just put the shirts on the hangers wet and let them dry in the closet. Oh, yeah. Because fuck his t-shirts being all over my kitchen. Anyway, that's my mom hack for you. Um, well, uh, keep it high and tight, and you know I'm coming up in May, but I'm taking the bus, so, because oh. uh, I got a DUI, baby. <laughs> Man, these sign-offs get better and better, don't they? <laughs> You know, it's so true. And I feel like that's, uh, you know, I think it's an unspoken thing. If you're a woman that has a husband or, a, you know, you take care of them. That's good. I think there's nothing wrong with that. I take care of my husband. Um, yeah, put that shit on a hanger, bro. And uh, But it's Calgary. It's cold. So you can't put them outside. Um, yeah, good for you. Why are you line drying stuff? And can't, what about dry cleaning? And I, it, it can't be that. How much is dry cleaning now? Google dry cleaning a shirt. Well, I'm serious. I mean, you think about the time investment this poor girl has to put in these goddamn shirts. And they don't look good, by the way. Uh, uh, when you uh, line dry them, 
one to five dollars a shirt they don't look good because what happens is they dry and then they dry kind of crepey and then you have to iron them on top of it so like the time and the work you're putting in there i might look into dry cleaning there's got to be a cheaper place not only that um Oh, you're. I've heard, sorry. I'm getting a message. Any's a pro. What? Go ahead. Any, you have some feedback on this? Oh uh, yeah, no. I'm just. I was just saying that uh, throughout the whole uh, voicemail, I'm like, yeah, because the dude's yeah. trying to teach you how to wash. That's you, you don't. You don't put them in the dryer because then they're gonna shrink and look like That's shit right. and fucking get faded and stuff. You gotta That's fucking right. hang them up. And and the clothes. Yeah, you don't. Go fucking it. faded, bro. Don't compliment that bitch. Don't go. <laughs> compliment that bitch well let me tell you so i got a secret what i used to do i take him out of the washer hang him up let them dry almost completely and then iron it and then your shit is tight and crisp like you're kind of you're drying that last bit of the wetness with the iron then your shit's crispy yeah crispy you know how to wash you know crispy. how to dry crispy the girl knows what to do right there stop it what? you stop that shit <laughs> do you do that to your shirts any you you do that method? No, my fucking girl does. No, oh I'm, just I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, I do that. <laughs> and and I do use my closet. That that's a great technique. Just don't do them too close together, though. The smell. Or yeah, they'll get mildewy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta you know separate what's them. So funny. I was just talking to a guy the other day, and uh, we we're talking about women in the military and how Israel has uh, has now integrated the women in the military and they're doing a great job. I guess. I don't know. I'm not there, but that's what I hear. Um, and he's like, yeah, you know, back when I was in the military, we had women, but it was like, they don't really fit in and, and da, da, da. And he goes, it was so funny. He goes, you know, half the men on the planet think that uh, if a woman wants to do what a man does. Great. Fine. Go for it. The other half just think women are good for cooking and cleaning. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. <laughs> and it, but I tell you, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what is that I admire that. I'm I'm more comfortable with that honesty than this bullshit thing of everybody's too afraid to say that, yeah, I don't think women should be doing X, Y, and Z. Like, I would rather deal with the old school guy who's like, women should just be cooking clean. Don't fucking tell jokes. Don't fucking be a CEO. And be like, all right, I just know that you and I aren't, you're never going to be my type, you know? Like, we're not going to jam. So being a female comic for the last 20 years, like I been told that I couldn't do entire chains of clubs in Canada specifically, which reminds me, because that guy who owns the clubs doesn't like female comics. Like I've been told blatantly like, but I, that, that like, because you're a woman, da, 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 but I've always liked that better. I don't know. I've liked that better than the forced integration um, when you don't want to, when they don't want you there. So yeah, there you go. That's my two cents. Back to ironing shirts, huh? Okay. <laughs> the point is, <laughs> look into dry cleaning. You know, there's even services, I've never done this, but I'd like to, where they come and pick up your dry cleaning and they do it and then and they send it back. And then there's um, laundry by the pound. They do that. I've done that in college a few times. Um, oh, big yuppers. Okay, what do you know? Who's Who's got the intel? That was uh like back when I was in L.A. and like I had just the washer and dryer in my apartment that you had to fight all your other neighbors That's for. That's so gross, yeah. Right, and like you know you you're just washing all your shit in all their 
shit stained clothes. Oh, so no. there's a service that yeah, like it was like a dollar, maybe a dollar fifty a pound, like yeah. in really stressful binds where it's like, I don't want to spend half a day at the laundromat to fucking no. do all my clothes. They just come and pick it up and they bring it back the next day. It does kind of cost an arm and a leg if you're doing like a month's worth of laundry at a time, but it's definitely a huge time saver. Huge time saver. Or even do the stuff that's a little, the essentials maybe. Because like when you think about, I remember back when I worked, you know, nine to five in an office, five days a week, you really only have your weekends. And do you want to spend all of your Sundays cleaning catching up doing laundry it's just such a drag man girl Ugh. get your life get okay. your life i used to just buy packs of underwear in college and be like fuck it i didn't even have the money to do it i was like fuck it dude i'm not washing underwear nah bro i want to think back i don't even remember doing laundry in college maybe like twice <laughs> <laughs> like especially when i lived in a like a victorian flat with like four other people we didn't have a laundry machine in the house and we have to walk down the street. I literally, I don't think I even did fucking laundry that year. Forget about it. I don't, I probably stank so fucking bad. Oh my God, that just reminds me when I was on road rolls. Back in the 90s, I hooked up with um, this Puerto Rican guy. I don't know why I'm whispering it, but I feel like it's a secret. And and I remember, so we hooked up. Uh, hooked up meaning make out. I don't know, what you guys say hook up means fuck, right? I don't mean fuck. Hookup means fuck now, yeah. No, I didn't fuck him. No, we just like made out and stuff. And then I saw him a few months later and um and he's like, Yeah, you fucking stank so bad back then. <laughs> and I was like, Well, yeah, I was on road rules. Like we lived out of a knapsack. I lived out of a bag for two months and we didn't do laundry on road rules like maybe once. That show was real. Like I don't think reality shows now are as real as they as Road Rules was real. Like we didn't we didn't live in the Winnebago because um, Australia was too hot and like we couldn't do it all the time. We did occasionally. We would sleep in youth hostels and such. So there were laundry machines every now and then, but we lived on McDonald's for the most part and just stank. It was fine. Good times. I ate McDonald's every day for like two months, and that's the first time in my life I gained weight. I was like I was so skinny. And then I came back from road rolls and my boyfriend was like, what happened to you? I'm like, Big Macs, baby. I love Big Macs. I was eating that shit every day, homie. But I remember my college nutrition. I remember I would just eat like a burrito a day. I would go down to Hate Street. I would buy a big ass burrito. I would eat half at lunch and then like half at dinner. And that's that was it. That was my caloric, my caloric needs for the day. One burrito. So gross. And then cigarettes. I think I just ate cigarettes every day. Cigarettes and coffee. And I have to say, for those of you guys listening, if you're young, I'm 45 years old. And I do Pilates twice a week. I do my elliptical 30 minutes a day. I, I'm an active-ish person, right? That to me is a little active. I feel better now than I did in my 20s. So just know there's hope. When you're in your 40s, you don't have to be like, oh, aching. It's not like that. If you take, I actually feel better now because I'm not smoking, you know, a pack a day and drinking vodka out of the fucking plastic bottle and, and eating burritos every day. So take care of your shit is what I'm saying. Okay, um, let's do some, I'm gonna do one more. Um, <laughs> this is so fucking evil, dude. <laughs> Can't do that. Uh, oh this is a great idea my 14 month old decided last week that she wanted to start walking 
out of goddamn nowhere, Joy, want to know how many, uh, sorry, want to know how Mommy Jeans keeps Baby Jeans nearby while I clean the kitchen? I sprinkle a little trail of those puff snacks on the kitchen floor. She walks around and picks up each puff one by one. She loves food, so I got to work fast, but at least I can see her. The floor is clean enough before I do this. She's not picking up trash or old macaroni. Anyway, so call me daddy. Love you, Jeans. Poost and mommy. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, you know what I do? Just t- put on TV. That's <laughs> that's how I cook dinner. Put on the damn cartoons. Um, I'm try- oh, oh, I've got this great thing I've been doing lately um, to get a nap in because I, I, wa- I watch the boys on the weekends, just three of us. And I'm so exhausted by like two o'clock. So we put on a movie in mommy's bedroom and I pop popcorn with them. And then I throw a bag of M&Ms in the popcorn and they have to hunt and get that. Yeah, I had to hunt the M&Ms out of the Skittles out. That That's an hour at least that I've bought myself. And I have a rule. Hey, if you let mommy sleep through the whole movie, then there'll be more treats. So there's my mom hack. Yeah. And that'll get me a, a fucking big nap in. I'm not like a regular I'm not mom. like regular I'm a mom. Cool mom. So fucking funny. I was trying to find a lighthearted movie to watch last night, and I, I try. I was starting to that one. That was a good one. Legally Blonde. I'm such a fucking. Everything's such a bummer on HBO. I was watching HBO. Everything's drugs, and I'm fucking. I'm like, I even tried watching a show about you know some trans lady who was trying to be a. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, I can't. I can't. I'm fucking out of my mind. Okay, let's do. I was trying to give it, a, I was all trying to give it a chance. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, because they categorize things now. It's so it's so interesting too. They're like, movies by female directors, movies by female directors of color, movies by female directors of color who are also non-binary. And you're like, Jesus Christ, does any of this fucking matter? <laughs> None of this fucking matters, dude. I just want to watch something stupid and forget about my kids for a few hours. Um, let's do some Pajitsky effects. You know, those are always fun. Do we have the Pajitsky effect? Hey, mamas. Um, I had a Pajitsky effect for you guys. Um, Hopefully it's interesting. Uh, Over (laughs) the years, uh, I've had, you know, people change their numbers on my phone. Mm. And I would just enter in different variants of their name so I didn't get confused with the old number. Like, for example, (laughs) if my cousin was named Mark, I would just re-enter his new name as like Marky or Marcus or just put a thousand different asterisks next to it. (laughs) Uh, but then I realized I can just delete their old numbers, and that saved up a, a hell of a lot of uh, t- a space in my phone. So, you know, I thought that was interesting for you guys. Uh, keep it high and oh so tight. Or you could even just edit the contact. <laughs> I just learned that too, dude. I'm a fucking idiot. I would have multiples too, like new number for so-and-so. <laughs> you can just edit and then put the new one in. Ugh, I hate it that like is there a way to edit your contacts such that you don't have to go through every fucking one and then delete yeah delete uh, uh, uh. you know like a master sheet any? I mean it's, it's like it's like two or three button clicks to, to get to that <sighs> oh to get to the entire con and then just do it multiples like edit, take out contacts because I've got fucking people oh, in there from like 15 years ago that I don't even talk to. It's like, or just someone I met on a thing I worked on. And I'm like, I don't need this person's contact. There's got to be a way. We'll look into it and uh, make sure that you are up to date on all the <sighs> standards and practices of deleting contacts. And by the way, so I've been using Hey Siri 
And she's such a dumb fucking bitch. She never does. See, I just said it. Hey, Siri. Yeah, finally. Stupid. Why? <laughs> Yo, Siri wants to smoke. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> Damn. Damn. Hey, Siri. Bitch. Hey, Siri. I fucking said your name. Look, she's holding a grudge. Hey, Siri. Fucking dude, see, she holds a grudge. She's got an attitude problem. <sighs> All right, let's do some more Pajitsky effects. I'm very fucking offended, bitch. Hey, Jean Abrams boys. Um, Carleen here from Canada. I just have a bit of a Pajitsky effect for you. Um, so I just moved in to our very first home a few weeks ago. Okay. And I'm a mom. I'm used to doing things in the dark on the fly. I thought, you know, a few days in, I can totally walk to the bathroom in the middle of the night without <laughs> turning the lights on. Well, guess what I fucking did? <laughs> Fucked up my foot pretty bad. Oh. You know what I realized? I could just hit the switch at the top of the stairs and have full fucking view of what I'm walking down and <laughs> save us both, everyone in the future, yeah. from fucking their feet up to <laughs> just flick the fucking switch. You learn something new every day. <laughs> you deserve light. You do. You can do that. Yeah. I um I thought you were gonna say when you went to go take a pee in the middle of the night there was piss all over your your toilet seat because my boys will pee in our bathroom and then just coat it in piss and I've sat down like I sit on my little boy's pee every day and I'm so used to it that I'm like guess my ass is wet with piss that doesn't belong to me that's what it is it's true they just piss on everything and then. If I don't remember to wipe it down thoroughly, I'll just sit on a ring of piss and I don't care. I just don't care anymore. And I, yeah, I also wipe asses all day long. It's so great. Okay, let's do another Pujitsky effect. Hey, Jeans. It's Ty from San Diego, and Hi, I have a multi-year-long Pujitsky effect for you. Oh, shit. Around five years ago, I bought some beard balm that turned out not to smell that good. Oh, so that I've been using it super sparingly, like <laughs> once every few weeks for fucking years because <laughs> I didn't like it. And the other night I was drunk and realized that I can just throw it away and exclusively use beard oils that I like. God damn it. All right, keep them high and tight. Woo -woo. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can also use toothpaste you like the taste of. Um, yeah, soap that you like the smell of, you can spoil yourself. You know what I do? I go to, I go to Bath and Body Works on their website and they've got great deals on soaps and you, you know, you buy the shit that you like. Good for you. Good for you. You don't have to torture yourself with shit you don't like. <laughs> or how much do you, how long do you use deodorant that you don't like? But you're like, I have to use this. I have to use this. All right, one more voicemail and I'll read these. Hi, Mommy. This is Miles from Pennsylvania. Hi, Miles. I am having a Pajitsky effect right now. Uh, my dog got really sick on my carpet like two months ago, and I've just been laying. I had to cut it up and throw it away. So I've just been laying towels by the door mm. for people to brush their feet off of after snowstorms with all the salt and stuff getting all over the place. It's been a mess. And I'm just realizing I can literally just go and buy a, a doormat. <laughs> 
that seems like a good idea right now. So I'm literally walking out the door to do that. Keep them high and tight and touch my camera through the fence. Yeah. Yeah. You And here's another thing. You don't even have to go out to buy one. You can just Amazon. Like they can bring it to you. It's even, it's even easier. So I have a stupid problem. Maybe you guys can help. So my kids, as with every fucking kid, three and six-year-olds, when they take a bath, they bathe together, and then they splash water everywhere. There's just water fucking everywhere. So, of course, I'm like, all right, splash again, and you're out. And then I pull them out. But in the meantime, and I have, like, really slick floors, so I'm just terrified that when I pull them out of the tub, they're going to, you know, break their their legs. Oh, God. And so... I threw up. So um, so here's what I've been doing. And maybe and this is like the dumbest. I'm sure this is dumb. I'm sure. Wait, I know when I say it out loud, you guys are going to be like, you guys are fucking stupid. Um, so what I've been doing is I bought on Amazon like really large bath mats. And I bought like four of them. And I just lay them all around the tub so that what they don't slip. But is there a product I'm missing? Is there... Is there should I get like a carpet? Like what am I, instead of buying individual strips of bath mats? The the only thing that I could think would be if it could work a bath, like um, what is that? A curtain, a shower curtain. Even though I know oh. it's not like one that hangs on a, I know you don't have like a bar, right? To hang it on or do you? No, and I, I probably, I worry that they're going to just pull that, you know, because the boys, they get rambunctious in the tub and mm-hmm. I think they would pull it and it, it would be more of a, temptation to destroy you know what i mean hmm. i think the bath mat uh idea works but I yeah think it so- doesn't sound crazy to me but there's so many i'm buying like five of well, them because I'm, I'm thinking maybe either a cheaper alternative or easier alternative change from bath mats to just laying down a big old beach towel right in front and then you just throw that sucker in the dryer once you're done with bath towel. yeah maybe it's beach towels i don't know i'm gonna be like is there a gigantic absorbent carpet yeah, i can buy right because the beach towel would be a little too thin, thin right it would still get through i think like absorbent huge yeah i'm also worried about tommy and me walking on this slick ass floors you know when you're when after you get out of the out of the um, the tub or the the shower it's like he and i are both fucking cripples already i, I don't want to i'm so afraid yeah my gut says to to um, contain it in the tub so right so it like doesn't a, go as crazy to yeah. do a curtain and to make you know i don't know how you get them to not destroy anything else but some type of rule about that that they Ugh. just can't break you know i don't know there's always rules it's like that's what they do they break them splash guards oh that's a cool idea mm-hmm. install splash guards these easy to install pieces of plastic attach to the sides of the bathtub oh let me see a splash guard Oh, let's see what the fuck these are. There she is again. Taunting me. She's so put together too. It's so funny. Your Google. So Nadav has the, his like homepage or whatever, Google. It's like this pretty, she's so pretty, but she's so together and it doesn't fit our lives here at Studio Jeans. Like, oh, she's a rampage model. Yeah. She's pretty. Every time I see her, I'm like, you're such a lady. Yeah, I, I like You're I did this lady. in college. I just don't know how the fuck to get rid of it. I know <laughs> because you deserve it. You deserve <laughs> it. Looks her. Like that. Yeah, right. She's like, "You're a grown up, Christina." 
Oh, here they are. Splash guards. How does this work? <laughs> that shit ain't going to do shit. That's oh, it's just, just the corner? Yeah, that's fucking, that ain't going to do shit, homie. Uh, I feel like that like helps adults keep from it splashing. Yeah. Like if you're taking a bath or something. Like old people. Yeah, that'd be like if you got in too quick and the, the waves were yeah. Right, and it like mm-hmm. squirts off the side. Yeah. No, these two play and push each other around and piss on each other. Yesterday, Ellis pissed on his little brother. That's just not good. They're just animals. Yeah, the only thing, if there Fuck. was a... If, it, oh. Shower rods. Go down. Shower rods. Drip guard. <gasps> Drip guard. Yeah. Okay. That might help. Oh, so it's like a ridge that's tiny, like a bit higher? Cause, Fuck. Right? No, that's the that's the same thing, just even smaller mm-hmm. in the corner. No, because I don't think it's just this guy. I think it's this whole thing. No? I don't, I don't no? Think it is. Nope. Oh, I think you're right. <laughs> I don't think so. Think it's right. It's just that little piece of plastic. No, it doesn't do anything. That ain't it. There we go. You, 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 have to get, you have to get one of those like fucking restaurant COVID things. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to get fucking that and put it on the you side. Plexiglass. <laughs> yeah, literally. Just plexiglass this shit out of. So like I have to like get on a ladder to put them in the tubs. Like here you go. Nah. Put a fucking doggy door in it or some a shit. Doggy door. <laughs> <laughs> I love doggy doors. Now this is the move. By the way. That is, the, I know, I know. It's so <laughs> and then your arms could go in through this hole to like bathe them and stuff. <laughs> oh my God. Do I have a question about doggy doors. Do like, how do you have a doggy door? Like don't, don't wild animals come into your house? Like don't you get like possums and shit? And um, armadillos and shit that come in? I think there's some high tech doggy doors where it's like you put some sort of chip on your dog's collar and it's like magnetized. Oh, yeah, so, I've seen this. So when it gets within proximity, it unlocks. But if it's just a random animal, it stays locked. I've seen this. But then back in the day, like back when my dad had a doggy door, like we had doggy doors. Like did not, what, did wild, did raccoons not just come in and eat? And rats and shit? Like, yeah. We had a fucking, we just had to flap, you know, back in the day. Wait, you didn't even have like the metal barrier that you slide over it? Like, yeah, but my night? dad would never close that fucking thing. You know what I mean? You just leave it open. I'm sure <laughs> and wild rats and stuff would come in, right? I'm, I'm assuming you'd have to be, the animal uh, would have to be pretty clever to know that that's the way out. Oh, yeah. The dog, you kind of show it like, this is how you get out, you know? <laughs> so th- they'd have to know that's the way in. I, only a fox would do some shit like that. A fox, yeah. <laughs> What? They're super clever. They're super clever. <laughs> what? Or even squirrels. Like, what? wouldn't they? <laughs> Dude, foxes, they're clever they're as shit, clever dog. They're clever as shit, bro. What? In the cartoons, they're always doing stuff, right? Fucking hate you guys. <laughs> well, there are. They are. Where do fo- do foxes live near us, though? Are, they, are there foxes? Are there Texas foxes? I mean... Let's I, see. I doubt it, but but that's what I'm saying is like that'd probably be the only animal that would be clever enough to like get it without you know you seeing it or something like a wolf would see it and somehow know even even seeing it I don't think animals are that clever yeah you know, most I, of them I don't know I don't I don't know enough about this because that that's my one okay there are Austin yeah there are gray foxes mm, we it's got an old article we got everything around here yeah but uh, I wonder I mean. That's the only reason I wouldn't do a doggy door now is because I would worry that like snakes and stuff would come in or gosh, coyote or whatever the fuck. <laughs> it's like a door, like welcome in. Come on, wild wild animals, right? 
Come on in, armadillos. Have you seen those ugly fucking things? Armadillos? Bro, they're everywhere. They're Wait, so ugly. You're seeing them like just out and about? Are those the slinky yep. looking things? They look at they look so disgusting. They look like rats with like hard shell tail. Look at these things. Oh right. Isn't that the fucking animal though? It's Texas, the armadillo? It, maybe not Texas. The I state thought- bird. State rodent. This is so nasty. Oh my god, pink armadillos are a whole <sighs> different ball game. It's <laughs> <laughs> so gross. Christ, this looks like something from Dune. Looks like a fucking Pokemon. I know, it's so ugly. Yeah, they they look cute in photos, but the the armadillos I've seen are not cute in person. Really? Yeah, I'm not into it. Do they run away from you? Do they run towards you? Or? They run across the street. I've seen them, and they're nocturnal, so you'll I believe they're nocturnal, so you'll see them like early hours of the morning. That's what those are. Yeah, dude. No shit. You no. seen these fucking oh, things? Man. I have seen those scurry across the road, and I thought I'm like, God damn, Texas got big ass rats. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that makes so much more sense yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah they do look like rats right their tail is nasty i feel like if it had a, if it had no tail it would be much cuter we should talk to god about this you fucked up it'd be much cuter if it didn't have that nasty rat tail all right let's do another pajiski effect that's all the voicemails we had you got oh okay okay mommy um this is funny so after listening to episode 130 i was shocked that neither tina or any had thought to buy a reusable water bottle or two and just keep them in the fridge. When one is empty, refill it, put it back in the fridge, and then you can use the other one that is already cold and ready to go. Saves the environment, and you can buy whatever size water bottle you like. Stay hard fucking core, Jade. Well, yeah, here's the deal, man, is that I've tried using, remember for a while I was using the flask or the water bottle, canteen, and then I don't, I, I'm so stupid. This is the stupidest reason why I don't use it, but it's true. I didn't like the drinking mechanism. So when I would take the lid off and then now I got the mouth that's this fucking wide. Ah, and then every time the water just spills down my face. So I gave up on it. It's either that or then I'm sipping like a baby, like I'm an Indian man breastfeeding my mommy. I don't like that either. It's demeaning. So... I don't like the mechanism of, of the water bottle. Benny, what do you think? Yeah, no, uh, I agree with what you're saying. It's the, that little hole sucks. Yeah. Right? And then if you take it off, it has ridges. That's what makes the fucking leak is it's got ridges on it. So that doesn't work. Um, and also, it, and, and a lot of people were saying you should get a big one, like a huge one, so that you don't have to refill or whatever. That ruins, the, that takes away the point, though, because hmm. it's going to get warm and room yeah. temp by the time you drink it again. And I don't want room tent water if i did i'd just carry a fucking gallon right next to me fuck that doesn't so fix so many so many oh, problems i think i have it what you guys get a mini fridge oh, and yeah. you keep it by your bed a tiny fridge this. oh you already did that. I I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know what i do with my tiny fridge i stock it with water bottles <laughs> same. Like a ton of them yeah same. so i'm wasting <laughs> yeah, yeah. So and here's the deal is that i'm so accustomed to drinking this this is like the perfect ratio for me like now that i'm used to it so any th- do they make a? Do they make the water bottle that's the reusable and it looks just like this? And they also taste funny. The water also tastes funny. It tastes like metal in a flask. You're saying? Yeah. It does have a little like aluminum taste to it. Because I'm I'm used to the plasticky taste. <laughs> Can they make a reusable one that tastes like shitty plastic? Well, you could get the uh, what is it? They they got like a oh, crystal geyser giant one, right? Oh yeah. 
Yeah, they make everything. I just will lose this in two seconds or my kids will pee in it and then I'll never be able to use it again. Which is what happened to my flask last time. Has the LSP'd in it and then I was like, I'm done. But but you told him to do that, right? Yeah, it was an emergency. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's an emergency. I'm like, if I remember this story right, you told him. <laughs> he can pee in my hydro flask. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, we'll do these next time. Let's do what would Christina P. do? I'm so curious to hear what people want me to tell them to do with their lives. You got mom questions? CP's got mom answers. What would Christina P. do? Hey, Mommy Jeans. Um, quick question for you. i got to keep it quiet because the wife's upstairs. She's seven months pregnant. And when we go to the hospital, when she delivers... Should I be looking downstairs, you know? <laughs> should I be checking that out or should I avoid it at all costs? I want to be still, you know, sexually attracted to her after the fact. So let me know. Piss on me. Beat me. <laughs> beat the fucking shit out of me. Love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, gosh. Well, let me tell you this. I could diarrhea on Tom's face and he wouldn't be faced because that's his constitution. That's how he is. My husband is a savage and he watched my vag explode twice and was like, cool, when, I, when can I get back in there? Like, let's go. He still puts his mouth on my lady parts and wants in there. So... It didn't phase him, but it, and he didn't even ask about it. So my thinking is, if you're asking me about it, you're going to get phased. So don't look. <laughs> and you don't have to. So here's the deal. Is that if, she's, if she does it vaginally, if she births vaginally, um, you can be up by her head and you, you can be holding her hand. And then they'll pull the baby. Well, she'll push the baby out. And then they'll, you know, they, they put the baby... They'll be like, okay, do you want to cut the cord? And usually then the husband will go down there and cut the cord. And that's, so you don't have to watch. I mean, I saw Tom being like, whoa. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Like, I, he looked the whole time because he wanted, you know, the crowning and all that stuff. But if it freaks you out, you can't go back. It's like seeing, um, you can't go back. There's things you can't unsee, you know? It's like, uh, so when my mom passed away, I remember um, I hadn't seen her in like eight years. And I was at the morgue and um, and they were like, do you want to see her? And I was like, fuck no, dude. Like, I don't want, I don't want my memory to be that. You know, if I haven't seen her in so many years, I don't want that to be my lasting memory so just be aware of how traumatized if you think you're prone to being traumatized chances are you are so don't fucking look you don't have to look um yeah it sounds like you're worried about that right guys what do you think are you gonna look um i mean i would recommend like if this is something that you think is gonna fuck you up maybe get like meet with like a therapist like once or twice and they could talk you off the ledge on whether <laughs> or not you're overreacting or not or watch videos if you here's the deal that's i remember that's a but yeah like when i was pregnant with ellis i would watch birthing videos and just burst into tears crying like oh my god i'm so scared um if you can watch a woman give birth on a video then yeah 
but if but not. if his fear is that it like what it happens if he's not into it after he does, then, then maybe don't he watch. doesn't want to watch. You don't have to watch it. You I don't have to look at her cooch as the baby's coming out. You don't have to. You, the, and if she has a C-section, they put a curtain up. So you don't even you have to see anything. I thought you meant look up videos that teach you how to get over it. Not, oh, not look no. up births. Watch birth. <laughs> no. Look it up. Let's look up. Let's watch one right now as a team. Watch it as a team. Honestly, I mean, yeah. this is going to sound insensitive of me, but I think if you're not ready to see that, then you're not ready to have a fucking child, homie. Ooh. That's what I think. I think you should fucking watch it and be a damn man about it. Damn. Get over it, dude. Ooh, it, this auto fills into a woman giving birth in prison. So no, watch that that's one. too yeah. depressing. Right. That's a fetish. That's <laughs> depressing. I, th- I think. You got to see, yo, yo, you got to see live birth epidural. Big news. I am not ready to be a father. <laughs> Here it comes. See how calm she is? That's because she has a fucking epidural, women watching. See how she's smiling? That's because she's having an epidural. I don't know these women that are like, I'm not going to take any pain medicine. Why? It's okay. There's no award. Oh my God. This kid is like, is that her husband? He's like 12. Okay. Ready guys? Oh, they're doing a. Oh, oh, that's the spinal epidural. Yeah. So there's the. They're putting the needle into her back. Wait, does that hurt when they do that? Of course. You feel everything. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I thought maybe it could be like numb or something. Listen, but it doesn't hurt as bad as labor pains. So you're so so thankful that someone's going to take away labor pains. You're like, I don't give a shit. Stab me. Whatever. That's why. Look at her. Look how happy she is. She's like, oh, thank God. Okay. Like, if I could put that thing in my back, and I'm so happy. All right, let's fast forward, guys. Here we go. We're doing labor. She's in. She's dilating, probably. Oh, 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 look back. Okay, so here we go. She's getting ready. She's pushing. He's watching. He's 12 years old, and he's watching. So you can see what happens. So the head's coming. And the doctor will stick his finger in there and, like, open up the, the opening. She's bearing down. She's pushing. And she's like, this shit fucking sucks. <laughs> okay, there's the hedge. So she's about, she's crowning. And that sucks the most when the baby's in that birth canal there. It feels like, it feels like it's going to fall out of you any second when the baby's down right there. And you're just like, oh my God, get it out, get it out. There it is. The vagina's going to explode. Here it is. <sighs> it's coming out. And so he's going to like, there's the head. Oh, there's the head. And this. Okay, and now the shoulders have to come, and that's the hardest part is when the shoulders come out. It's amazing that your vag can open that wide. Okay, there's the umbilical cord. Get that out. Shoulders. Is that, is that the self-destruct button on the back of the baby's head? <laughs> what? They all have that button, right? So that's because he was in the birth canal, and it squishes. So the baby's head plates aren't merged together yet so that they can go like that so that they can get out of the birth canal so yeah it'll smooth out oh there he is so the yeah so the head smushes it's not a button it's just smushed and then they sew you up they cut the umbilical cord your your meow is just blown out beyond anything you know after looking at this i I, I think i could say with confidence this has not ruined <laughs> vaginas for me <laughs> no right Definitely and, not. No, right? And 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 also too, like you're so overcome with emotion of having your child that I think you you forget that part. You know, you don't focus on that bit. 
I think you're going to be so overcome with emotion that your dick is not your primary focus. The the worry about your future boners kind of, I think any, I think you might have a point of like, let's be mature here. Like, are you really yeah. thinking you're worried about your boners or like your wife having a healthy baby and her being okay? Yeah, dude, you're about to be fucking cleaning up shit every day <laughs> off a little baby's asshole. You can't deal with a fucking, you know, baby oh. being born. <laughs> That's the beginning, homie. It's true because parenthood is so disgusting. It is literally cleaning up shit every single day. Piss, you're pissed on, you're beaten on. It's everywhere. Puked on. I mean, Juju puked in my bed. Did I tell you guys that one? No. Just recently, he had <laughs> he's had croup like twice in the last two months, and when that when he coughs so hard, he, he just bleh, he barfs, and he was in my bed. And he woke up in the middle of the night, he looked right at me, and he went, and just puked in my bed. I was like, oh, fuck. <sighs> so, yeah. I think you're right, Annie. I think you're right. And, and I will say, too, as someone yeah. who would probably have said, I'm not ready to see that, I don't know, man. I might sound lame for saying this, but that was low-key, low-key. That was kind of beautiful to see. Yeah. That was kind of dope. It's like yeah. a fucking life being born. What the fuck? That's sick. It's sick. And he's ready. And he's ready. Oh, hell. Uh-uh. <laughs> Yo, no. Cut that shit out. <laughs> we out. <laughs> oh, my God. The last time I gave birth um, with Julian, I'll never forget this. We were at, oh, my God. I was, I had, uh, I was, I was waiting to dilate. And so I was, I was on Pitocin. And uh, they go, okay, so, you know, let us know when your contractions begin and my con- and we'll give you an epidural when you're ready. And um, in the room next to me, a woman was giving birth without epidural. And I, Tom and I, were, we heard her going, ah! like screaming. And then we heard, it was like a movie. And then the baby crying. And I was like, I want the epidural. I want the epidural. I want the epidural. I want the epidural. Like I had one contraction. <laughs> I had had exactly one contraction and I was like, let's go, let's go, let's go. So also women listening, if you're pregnant and this is your first kid and you're going to get an epidural, here's what you're going to ask your OB, by the way, because some OBs won't give it to you straight away when you want it. First visit you're going to do when you go to your gynecologist, ask them, when do I get the drugs? When do I get the drugs? When do I get epidural? The correct answer is whenever you want them. Some motherfuckers will be like, not until you're dilated five centimeters, not until whatever. What? Don't go to that guy. Fuck that person. Go to another doctor. And also make sure that the hospital you deliver at has a 24-7 um, anesthesiologist who can give you that epidural. So when you're in labor at fucking three in the morning, they don't say something to you like, oh, yeah, the anesthesiologist doesn't get in until seven and you're you're in labor, like suffering. So ask these important questions. Number one, again, to review OB, when do I get the drugs? Your only answer is when you want them. And number two, make sure they have the anesthesiologist 24-7 wherever you decide to give birth. Fuck, because I've heard nightmare stories about that. And um, the I've been blessed both times. So someone told me this, so I pass it on to you. Okay, one more. Uh, what will Christina P. do? And then we'll... Uh, we'll wrap it up, and I'm going to go to uh, play some video games with my older boy. We're doing Mommy and Ellis time today, and I'm super stoked. Yeah, because he was so patient with uh, Julian when Julian was sick. 
I was like, you poor thing. You've had such a rough weekend. I'm going to do something cool with you. So I'm going to go eat some shitty pizza and play video games. Okay, one more. Not like a regular mom. Cool mom. Fucking best mom. All right. Hi, mommy. So I had a question coming from the point of view of a stepmom. So at our house, we've been giving this six-year-old melatonin every night because at his mom's house, they let him watch TV until he falls asleep, whenever that is. And at our house, we don't let him. So we've been giving him a children's dosage of melatonin every night. But now here we are three years later. And I think that he assumes he needs it all the time. What do you think we should do to help wean him off of it? Or should we keep him on it? What are your thoughts on melatonin with kids to help go to sleep? Thanks. Well, we've had Dr. Jessica Hockman on the show, who's a pediatrician, and she said that every now and then it is perfectly fine to give your child melatonin to fall asleep. Now, I remember her phrasing it, every now and then. So what you're doing is essentially training this kid that he needs to be drugged before he goes to sleep. (laughs) Not knocking it, because so do I, and that's... (laughs) So... Um, What we're going to do is I would try replacing the melatonin habit with a non whatever effect like a placebo. Right. And then wean the placebo. That's what I would do. I'd say, you know what, instead of instead of uh, this pill, how about we have a nice cup of tea? Oh, shit, but that's going to make him pee. I don't know how he is in his toilet training. Uh, We're going to have a nice comforting cup of tea. Nothing wrong with drinking a cup of tea before uh, bed. As an adult, a lot of people do it to wind down. I would suggest getting him, yeah, non-caffeinated, obviously. Oh my gosh, like a sleepy time tea. Totally fine. That's a harmless habit um, and one that he can have the rest of his life and I don't think will cause him any sort of harm. But I do worry about the association of I need something to sleep. Yeah, that is troubling. Um, To start with a tea. And then and then eventually replace it with a story. You know who would be great to answer this is Chris Larson. Um, right? Because doesn't he have like the healthiest bedtime routine of all of us? He, that sounds right. Yeah. What does Chris do? Like he, he, so what you can do is replace the tea, something that you consume with let's read a story. Let's pick your favorite story. Let's read the story. Let's play. So he plays Sudoku or something, doesn't he? Or reads. I don't remember specifically what he said, but he did say specifically, I remember that as long as you have a routine, then mm-hmm. you will go to bed at the right time. So just make a routine of some kind. Mm. Just crossword puzzles, I remember. Crosswords. You know, and it's especially tough with a step parent because she said that the mother doesn't have um, uh, 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 the bedtime moves. So, gosh, man, I am such a stickler on trying to keep that as consistent as possible. Uh, think about it as an adult, you know, if I'm not in bed by 930, I'm wrecked. So yeah, try to keep him on some kind of schedule when he's at your house. So at least he knows the rules apply there. Try to get mom on board too. I don't know, fuck. Step parents are the hardest, dude. You guys are in an awfully, awfully sticky situation. But try to provide structure when he's with you, um, you know, so at least he gets it on whenever he's along with you. All right, that's it. I'm going to go play video games with my kiddo. And and um, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. Leave me a voicemail, 213-375-5184. Where my mom's at, at gmail.com. And we're going to take you guys out on any song. I think you're really going to love this. This one had me laughing a lot. And we love you, Annie. And we love you, Nadav. Okay. And everyone else in the booth who I can't see right now. Okay. Until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye. Bye.
Yeah. Thanks for coming out tonight. This one goes out to any. The dude is a goddamn legend. Yeah. Let's get crazy. Yeah, come on. It's any stupid bitches here, the technical director. Technically the freshest exceptional one. He handles all the gadgets, the dude is a stray wizard It's raining ladies, but any causes great blizzards Only thing he eats is pizza, candy, and garbage Sleeps on the couch and the shits are always largest Yeah, I'm talking massive poops And he is a legend, bitch, I'm telling the truth Woo, I got a DUI, baby Keep your jeans high and tight, yeah, we all going crazy Take a big shit about once a month Where my mom's at, what more could you want? on staff by a mile in his room where the cardboard boxes pile one of a kind yeah truly a rare guy won't touch a meal if it ain't air fried drums at 4 a.m music always on blast the hookup king great procurer of ass hello mommy stop calling me daddy you're a real cool guy the coolest actually Woo! i got a dui baby keep your jeans high and tight yeah we all going crazy take a big shit about once a month where my mom's at what more could you Shit about once a month.